0: Welcome back to New Rockstars Stars, Marvel's Eternals' final nail in the coffin of apocalyptic events this movie thrusts upon us is a voice from the shadows, revealed to be Mahershala Ali as Blade in the MCU. How will this Daywalker team up with Dane Whitman Black Knight in the MCU next? And could it be in the upcoming Moon Knight series starring Oscar Isaac? Are we looking at... Knights Assemble, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. I'm Eric Voss, and going rogue with me today is our very own Daywalker, Jessica Clemens.
1: Mm-hmm. I Woo. am the Knight. Wait, that's Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. I would say wrong cinematic universe, but not according to Gilgamesh. Uh, also joining us today is the host of the Film Lossopher's podcast and good friend of the show, Eddie Villanueva. What is
2: up, guys? I just saw this movie recently, and uh, yeah, I I got a lot of questions, and uh, some things need answering. So, some things need answering.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what we are here for, and what you are here for, you better have some answers ready to go, because we have questions (laughs) too. Um, And finally, of course, the celestial Easter egg hunter extraordinaire, it's M.T. Hey,
3: everybody. I'm looking for those
0: big planetary-sized eggs always. What's going on? (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: All right, let's dive into it, folks. The second Eternals post credit scene revealed Dane Whitman drawing the cursed ebony blade and the voice of Mahershala Ali as another kind of blade, asking, are you sure you're ready for that, Mr. Whitman? This would imply a kind of team-up between Dane Whitman and Blade, the vampire-hunting half-vampire Daywalker and a future Marvel title. The MCU Blade film has been given no release date as of yet, but some believe the two could reunite sooner than that film like in Secret Invasion or in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness or even Moon Knight, a trailer for which we are likely to see soon. You may already have in your lives by the time you're watching this video. So let's start there. The Marvel's apparent reach into this uh, supernatural horror genre with things like vampires, uh, zombies in Marvel What If, uh, demonology, the occult. Do we think the MCU could be building a Midnight Suns team-up or perhaps organizations like Stake or or Mi thirteen. What do you guys think?
3: Oh, absolutely. Like, I straight up, Blade is going to be the Nick Fury of the supernatural MCU. This is what they're setting up. Like, because, like you said, we are getting Moon Knight. We are. Um, we do know that Agatha Harkness is getting her own show. Like, I think that we're just seeing all of these players going to be coming together to to fight a you know this huge supernatural threat that is on the horizon. Maybe a Mephisto. Who knows? And that'd be a really good one um yeah. but yeah i think oh, that
0: Sprung. <coughs> i said
3: the m word i'm sorry but no i think <laughs> that midnight suns is the more likely scenario here because it's the one that people keep tweeting us about constantly mm. uh, because they love mm. it so much midnight suns midnight suns always so yeah, yeah i think that's where they're headed there but what do you guys think not not I... to mention
2: i mean that would co sorry that, that no, would but, coincide with like the roots of the video game the midnight suns video game as well coming out uh Right. So it would be interesting for them to begin making those treks towards it. Canon- canonically, uh, within the Marvel comics, we all know that there's not much history between the two outside of, you know, the the team ups in like MI-13 and things of that sort. But right. the fact that they're they're retooling some of these characters, and, and we know Marvel is is known for retooling characters' backstories to better fit their narrative for moving forward. So... Right. I, I would I would almost think to seem as like they would team up to almost try to catch up with Morbius. I mean I I, I would love to see them do a cameo in in uh in uh, Morbius and uh be a part of that uh uh storyline as well. We all know these are all gonna intertwine at some point in time. <laughs> so yeah, um sure. I feel like aside from the the uh, obvious um, Marvel comic issue where they actually teamed up in MI thirteen and then Blade had to go because he tried to kill somebody. We we are hoping that as they continue to move towards the cosmic aspect as well as the horror aspect, that Blade begins to just build this platform outside of the film. So that way, when Mahershala Ali finally shows up on screen, there'd be no doubt at all that it's going to be a badass showing.
0: Yeah, I think that's um something to keep in mind that uh, they do, Marvel Studios, tend to rearrange team lineups differently than they were in the comics. I mean, back from the the og avengers in the mcu not exactly what it was in the comics they didn't mm-hmm. introduce wasp until far later i think they're going to do the same with the dark avengers slash the thunderbolts they're going to do the same with the young avengers they're just going to have different young people on this team who weren't necessarily the exact young avengers like i don't know if we're going to see hulkling in the mcu in the i same hope way. so um he's great i'd love it but like they 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 nerf hulk all the time in the mcu because of vfx like they yeah. it's crazy that they're going to have ruffalo appear in she hulk but i guarantee you it's going to be mostly the actor mark ruffalo not as hulk form because it's so much vfx budget to animate hulk that way and for them to do that uh, for for hulk lean for this uh you know not as iconic character from from the young avengers comics i think it's it's just gonna be a while before we see hulk lean and it wouldn't surprise me if that's just some budgetary lower priority for the mcu so it, all this is just a way of saying that uh, the Midnight Suns that we see in the MCU is just gonna have the lineup of whoever the occult characters are currently in the MCU. Yeah. I could even see Agatha Harkness being on this team, or like Sylvie or Loki being on this team. You know what I mean?
2: Or it could be just another long, long game tease again, just like they've done with previous things of like, oh, what about this? And then seven movies later, and we get what we're talking about, or what about this? So uh, it could very well just be piecemeal to us as fans, but ultimately us who know the the lore really well and know. What this trajectory looks like more than most, we can kind of assume once we start seeing the pieces together, we can put that puzzle together and figure it out ahead of time.
0: What do you think, Jessica? Do you think it's, mm. um, are there, are, is it going to be a while before we see Blade and Dane Whitman, Kit Harrington show up together? Is this just some kind of like punt by the Eternals team to be like, Marvel, you figure it out, whether it's a year <laughs> down the line or four years well, down Well, I the
1: think line. Marvel has to be aware of what the post-credit or the mid-credit scene and uh, credit scene has to be. So I feel like they're aware of it, but it would be very funny if Chloe was just like, deal with it. <laughs> here, take it. Um, I agree I just with- really I really want another Blade
3: movie really bad. Yeah, so let's I don't care. All I care
1: about is Blade. <laughs> that's That was her whole mm. mission. I'm here for it. I ultimately, agree, that's why I'm so quiet. I agree with MT and Eddie. I do think I've been uh, manifesting Midnight Suns for a minute. I want them to, all. Oh, I want to see all of them. We love the scary dark side of- um, mm. The Marvel Universe, this could easily tie in with what ifs, Marvel zombies. They can bring in so many situations in the future that I do think this is the ultimate goal. Um, In like you said, Voss, they change up teams all the time. Uh, They change up. It doesn't have to follow the comic books like completely. So I think this is an issue where we're like, yeah, instead of putting them on MI-13 for literally like three issues, we're going to put them in Midnight Suns. Um, with these two, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get Agatha, we're gonna get every metaphysical, we're gonna get Morbius eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think more so Midnight Suns would come way farther down the line because they're still trying to figure out how we can splice in Morbius. Because you can't have Morbius and Blade in two different yeah. well, you can, but it's just like he's if we go with the storyline that he's the one that bit Eric Brooks, uh Blade then mm. well, we have to combine the Morbius storyline. So I think yeah. down the line, this is much farther down the line. We're getting everything together, but yeah, they're going to come in together. I agree with all of you, all of you, first time. And
2: I, <laughs> and I think I think one of the biggest things also to keep in mind is, is this going to be a profitable venture for Marvel? I know the regular answer, the, the more common answer is yes, but then you have a lot of people who are used to the whole super-powered humans, things of that sort. Not a lot of people know that side of Marvel. And so blade is a recognizable name because of what wesley snipes did with the franchise previous seeing the black knight is a is a huge you know shocker to a lot of people because not a lot of people know about the character um so it's going to be interesting if they kind of start testing the waters with this and seeing if it's going to be something they continue i would obviously blade is already on the on the slate for it to be put out hopefully sometime soon but when it comes to you know the black knight that that may be something they might start testing in with like Disney Plus as a series, or even yeah. piecemeal it for the Halloween special that's supposed to be coming out next year. Right, um, the
0: the werf the Garcia Bernal, uh, werewolf. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, beautiful. I I think like Marvel should feel bullish about this because how many people's first access point to the mcu was simply wandavision like we're all Mm -hmm. mcu nerds who have been with this franchise for years and years but so many people were like what is this uh elizabeth olsen um katherine hahn series on disney plus about witches this is crazy yeah and how seamless that transition felt when we revealed it was agatha all along where wanda goes into the satanic dungeon Mm. and then the next episode begins with a prologue flashback of a satanic witch trial uh, of a bunch of witches in a coven chanting yeah. Latin phrases. And like I was so pumped, like that this is part of the MCU now. and it just felt like it was part of the MCU from the beginning. It felt mm. so natural. So I think the fact that, like that made sense to us from a tonal perspective shows that the sky's the limit or the reaches of hell are the limit mm. uh, to be more accurate <laughs> when it comes to things like mephisto and moon knight and blade and the midnight suns yeah uh give us more of it like i think uh, general audiences are totally ready for this and totally ready to explore that and let's be clear here leading the tale of this team needs to be ghost rider mm. oh, yeah, for sure like Absolutely. Ghost Rider is 100 going to be on this a uh,
3: blade team that is being assembled. He's got to be. It's gonna be Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, um, uh, Black Knight. Um, but what else? Who else? I was just thinking about some. The, she-
0: the, the Green, Green Knight. Knight.
3: The
1: Green Knight. The Green Knight. Everybody Black loves that film. Martin Lawrence. Two Black Knights.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> no,
1: get out. Get out. Show him the door. But
3: no. But no. On a more serious note, I, I like the fact that uh, how uh, Eric brought up Wandavision because I think that Wandavision, in particular, the Darkhold is going to be a huge yeah. part of what's going on moving forward, because The Darkhold is this yeah. super old book that, you know, makes people like Agatha crazy. Like, it, it sort of <laughs> manipulates your, you know, mind and makes you, you know, do dark magic stuff. So, like, who mm-hmm. knows how many people throughout the course of human history have been affected by this Darkhold? How many, you know, uh monsters that are out there? Um And, like, now that the MCU is going into this interdimensional route, I think that in the MCU, all of these, you know, vampires and you know mystical stuff are going to have an inter- interdimensional source especially with the uh the sword itself the ebony blade when it speaks to dane whitman we're going it's going to be probably revealed that's going to be like that whole shang chi like who who's talking to me oh it's, it's a being from beyond and the oh, sword what is, is it conduit. oh it's the blade it's
0: the blade <laughs> i mean
1: it's the ghost blade. are we
0: looking at a scenario where this may be the first time a scene has come up in the mcu in 2021? Where a voice, a demonic yes. voice came from some object, yes. and I did not say it was Mephisto. <laughs> like, oh is God. it gonna be like this voice is Mephisto, and it's the first time I didn't say, hey, that's Mephisto? I, I mean, yeah, so that ends up being the case.
2: That still seems uh, plausible. I mean, I'm hey, done. you know, they're, they're, like we said, Marvel's greater retooling things, who knows?
1: Uh I oh might be <laughs> I might be a little off I'll be honest. Um Black Knight isn't a big part of my repertoire, but isn't it his blade is the ebony blade. Uh, I feel like this is a stretch. This is a stretch. This is a stretch. But if we wanted to tie um Blade to the Ebony Blade could is there a way that his soul could be connected to the Ebony Blade? Like could he have been slain by mm. the Ebony Blade or some stabbed by anything? what have you. Cause there has to be a reason. Sure. I don't think he's actually in that room with him at the end. I, it's clearly yeah, just- his voice sounded deep. disembodied, yeah, That's right? why yeah. I'm like, it it's, in like it's in the blade. It's in the blade. He's opening the yeah. box. The blade yeah. or the box is talking. One of the two. I so, mean, I don't know
0: if it's in the blade, but okay. like, I think the blade itself is just cursed, right? That's what we know about the ebony blade. Yeah. It does have some kind of evil to it. So I think that was talking to him. But I I think you are right, Jessica. I don't think Blade physically is standing no. in the room in that mm-hmm. scene. I think he is uh, channeling him through some kind of dark magic in this yeah. movie. Could because be his... why would they Why would they edit Mahershala's voice to sound echoey like that? It
1: could be his yeah. family's long line. That room wasn't why, big enough for uh, he... that kind of echo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was no. an office. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that Eddie's an architect, so. <laughs> Eddie knows that like a, surround uh, sound. Like think Eddie
3: waiting to happen. It's like we just go back <laughs> yeah. to the actual
0: room.
1: How's
2: the if echo? you look at the cubic feet from the top of that floor to the bottom? Right. And the, yeah, right, right, right.
3: right there.
0: It's just Marshall is standing next to one of those old horns. Are you sure you're ready the, for that, Mister Whitman?
1: The ebony blade's so Whitman, old, Whitman, Whitman. and if it has been passed down through his family, there could have been a time that I know this sounds like yeah. a freaking old like Dracula series, but his family could have worked with Blade potentially at one point.
2: If you take the storyline, his uncle, I believe, is the one who ends up being immensely cursed by the Blade to the point to where he goes crazy. He turns evil and there I mean they could retcon this entire story where Blade at one point in time was the one who had to put him down oh. or you know was a part of that battle oh. and in the midst Blade of it killed yeah. Uncle Nathan. Yeah. And and maybe in the process of it got struck or hit by the blade and has a part of that curse, which is why there's like maybe this telepathic connection between him and that blade in order for oh, him to speak to uh, like Dan it. Whitman.
0: All right, Eddie, you get a golden rogie for that like theory. It.
2: A golden great roguey. Great
0: theory on that really one. Really great theory. Uh, Jessica, I'm going to give you a golden rogie because I think it's rogue. You said it was a stretch, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going <gonna laughs> to give it? you a point for this idea that like blade could be mystically mm. connected to the ebony blade. And that was a little wordplay implied yes. by the subtext of the <laughs> yes. scene, but there's a literal meaning to it as well. MT, I'm gonna give you uh, two points uh, for being uh, the first one to cite Mephisto in this episode. <laughs> uh, that's a shortcut, you cashed in you'd, on it and it worked. You tell us not uh,
1: to Mephisto do it. found the
2: secret code. <laughs>
1: gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give you tell us not to bring
0: <laughs> it up. Uh, and I'm going to give you a second one for that too. That's how much I want Mephisto. All right.
2: He figured out the code.
0: Well, we have some uh, more about the indie minutes of Eternals we want to talk about. But uh, first, there's a brand new latest obsession shirt inspired by Marvel's Eternals available at newrockstarsmerch.com. These are limited edition shirts. And once they sell out, they are retired to the blue dungeon with me where I uh, use them to just pad my chair uh, for my toughness. To tush tush, so you should grab one of these shirts as soon as possible.
2: I thought you were sitting a little higher. Yeah.
1: You know, just <laughs> On every a latest round. Obsession
0: shirt. I just, yep. Uh, uh, So find these shirts and all the great merch options at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Also, I recently got some socks from one of the sponsors of this episode, Stance, and they are both incredibly comfortable, but also very well designed. They feel great, and uh, they're just kind of funky in looks, not in smell. (laughs) And founded in 2009, Stance Apparel has reinvented socks, t-shirts, and more. They have a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. They do a lot of stylish collaborations with brands that you love. They currently have sock collaborations with Batman, Pixar, Star Wars, and a bunch of cool designers and artists. I might need to grab some of their Marvel designs. I know they'll be incredibly comfortable and they just look really cool. The stance philosophy is that a perfect fit is more important than simply fitting in. That those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Just head on over to Stance.com and pick out whatever styles you like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Also, if you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can feel crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can even... You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com rogue. That's upstart.com slash rogue. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application, upstart.com slash rogue. Also, the weather is getting colder and all of our clothing choices are leaning cozier and comfortable. Whether you're apple picking, sitting by a campfire, or just running into the grocery store, Faraday is here to help with the perfect clothes for getting comfy. When you want the best quality clothes, you call in the troops. You know when you're searching for that ideal cozy outfit, that shirt, that sweater, the ones that feel like you've had them for years with the perfect prints that fit so perfectly and feel almost too good to be vintage, but look like they still might be? Well, that's Faraday. They are so confident in the quality of their stuff. They have a lifetime guarantee. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Faraday is giving the Rogue Theory audience 20% off 20% 20% off. So stock up on all your fall and winter clothes now. Head on over to feritybrand.com and enter the promo code ROGUE at checkout to snag 20% off all your gear. That's ferity F-A-H-E-R-T-Y, brand.com and promo code ROGUE for 20% off your ferity purchase. All right, getting back to Eternals, folks. Uh, how will Cersei be rescued from Arishem and the other Celestials? Because this Eternals mid credit scene suggested Eros, Eternal of Titan, and his own celestial connection that allowed him to locate Cersei and save her from Erisham's judgment might be the way Cersei and her friends get rescued. Will Gore the God Butcher's warpath against the Celestials and Thor 11 Thunder help Cersei break free? Will Icarus pop out of the other side of the sun with new powers that allow him to free Cersei? Did Eros hook up with Adam Warlock at some point (laughs) in the past? Will Cersei's fate be explored in Guardians Volume 3, Thor Love and Thunder, or is Marvel just planning on making us forget about this loose end with lots of other big plot threads in the near future? What do you guys think? You
1: know, I like to believe that last one all the time. (laughs) That's what I normally (laughs) lean towards. Marvel's just la 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 la, but, um, I think the whole Eros thing is going to lean more towards them the, just like running into the Guardians and Adam Warlock in um, the next Guardians movie. What I think will happen for Cersei, I don't think she's going to be rescued. This is the rogue. This is maybe the roguest theory I've ever said because I love the Eternals and Celestials. I think Cersei's going to become a Celestial. Um, oh. I think, so, I think she, the fact of like the, in the movie that she can turn I, with the help of other ones, which is why he stole all of them from the planet. The fact that she uh-huh. can turn a celestial to stone is so in crazy. It's so crazy that I think it's going to be, Erishim's going to be like, you're a little too wild to be an eternal. We're going to just make you a <laughs> celestial. We're going to combine mm, okay. the other ones that we took from earth. Cause he thinks he just took all of them from earth. He doesn't know that Sprite's a human. Spoiler. He doesn't know that Sprite's a human. He doesn't know that the other three are out in space. So he thought he took them all and he's just going to combine them into Cersei's and she's going to become a Celestial. And I think she's going to wipe, he's going to reboot her mind where she's, we're going to see that Cersei, we're going to see that Gemma Chan, but she's going to be just a Celestial. And then Mm. Eros is going to come back because Eros is not going to be dead. He's not going to be dead by the sun. And he's going to try to like get her back, but she's like, I'm the gaudiest of gods. So I think, I think my road theory is she de- she's not gonna be rescued. She doesn't need to be rescued because she's gonna be a celestial.
2: Mm. I
0: love it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's really good. Way to reframe the argument here, Jessica. Oh, These yeah. female yeah. Eternals don't always need rescuing. Right? <laughs> they can solve
2: their own problems. Thank you Thank very much. Thank
1: you, boss. Thank you.
2: Well, on a chauvinistic side, um, (laughs) um, no, I I, I feel like, uh, oh my God, Jess, that was great. Um, I feel like for everything going on with what we have going on in the MCU, I feel like with the connection between Nebula and Gamora with Eros, Eros being uh, Thanos' brother, I feel like we're going to get to see them again in the next Guardians of the Galaxy film. Um, I feel like that's going to be a part of, if not a part of, a, a small leg of that particular storyline in terms of clarification because knowing that in the comic books obviously going back to that you know at one point in time we actually see and I don't know if this is something they're going to do in the future but we actually see where Thanos actually is resurrected in the body of Eros um, and knowing that that's something that could possibly come back because I mean let's face it Josh Boland was amazing as Thanos that was a great character I don't think we we're going to see the end of that at all and I feel like Gamora and Nebula are going to be aware that Thanos has that ability, and they're going to kind of be on this you know, really suspect mindset If when they see Eros, recognizing him as the brother of Thanos. Um, they're going to see him, and they're going to essentially not dec- try to decide whether to kill him or not kill him. Um, all the while, they, he's going to be with the Eternals trying to rescue Cersei and the other Eternals. Um, I, I just I really feel like this is something that they have to really respond to in terms of uh, the information that they've given, because if not, like you said, it's it's going to be one of those loose ends that probably won't get tied up until further down the road. And people may actually forget about it. And I hope people don't. Uh, other than the fact that Harry Styles is Eros, not many other people are going to realize, you know, the enormity of that character. I mean, he even has a huge uh, uh, a huge spot to play in the whole Infinity Gauntlet storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and his recognition there. And and I just really hope they they do something quick and I'm hoping it's in the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, next film because that seems to make the most sense to me. I
0: like that. I think that's a lot of good points. I love that you brought up this idea of uh, of Thanos being resurrected in Aeros' form. I think Mm -hmm. that is like a point a lot of people are missing Mm -hmm. about their history in the comics. And uh, for Thanos to come back in that way, I just think is incredible.
1: incredible. I think people are agreeing with Eddie. I think people are under like playing or not well maybe i think we were underplaying Star Fox introduction. I don't think people yeah. I think we were overselling like, oh it's Harry Styles. We get that. But Star Fox is <laughs> yeah. a really big deal. Um Over, especially yeah. in the comic Star Fox has like such a horrible background. Um so I <laughs> I think uh, when I first saw it, my first imagination of it was like, oh he's on the run. It's not that he they found him, that he's just like in trouble <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's trying to jump yeah. on the first ship out of anywhere. Because Star Fox is such a problematic person. So yeah. uh, <laughs> but I agree I was like Star Fox is insane
3: yeah I really truly hope that Marvel ends up making Star Fox the new Star Lord after Guardians 3 because it just makes sense like he's so he's so much like Star Lord he's a player and he's like a star themed
1: person yes he has to be in James Gunn's movie he has to be in James Gunn's like that play oh my god that play would be so fun for him okay keep going
2: Yeah. by the way, by the way, really quick, sorry. Is anybody is anybody else excited the fact that they're bringing Patton Oswalt into the MCU? Patton Oswalt again. played Pip, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, in, in, again, like, Modoc,
0: and he was in Agents of Shield. Yeah, but now he's like officially MCU canon, well, and he was in Blade uh, Trinity. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. What? I just hope they give him better VFX next time we see Pip because
3: that yeah. was kind of like
2: was, that, that was, was like a Ooh, Xbox was One. Yeah.
0: It was rough. Oh, it was
3: rough. Sorry, oh, MT. Rough. My bad. I just wanted to... it. Was a, it was a PlayStation 1 cutscene, almost a little bit. There you go. But anyway, no. Uh, I think for me, um, to go kind of roguish here, we have to remember that Uh-oh. Druig is oh. on this ship um, with Thina and mm. um, Makari. So, I and Druig is, you know, historically a Marvel villain. And, like, I feel like Marvel's sort of like introducing Druig as, you know, as a sympathetic, you know, very. Um, empathetic person towards humanity which he is but then when I feel like when he meets up with the celestials we're at you know the world forge or wherever they're going um he's going to use his mind control powers and he's going to make all the celestials uh commit celestial suicide um because mm-hmm. the celestials Whoa. are not going to be around forever i am very confident you think he has the
1: power to
3: like because he needed help yeah i I don't think he has the power yet but whenever Mm. he goes to the celestial home base he's probably going to find Mm. a machine or something that's going to be like my
1: powers are amplified he's gonna
3: find a
0: machine
1: (laughs) oh do you think they're gonna get to what is it forge what is it it's not olympia the World but forge. The, the War forge that they're, they're gonna get there and then he's gonna just take all the all the power of all the celestials being made or all the eternals being made and just i mean i'd like to see that i'd like to see hey, i un- mean like, that would be sick
0: that'd be just one by one they just fold over like it i mean that'd be a truly game of thrones like mm. red wedding or like Arya Frey. Uh, that'd be you know, so dangerous you No, know, when aria killed the phrase
1: that'd be yeah, like, so I dangerous for druig the world might... there'd be no more worlds there'd be no more yeah. worlds there would be no more worlds there would no be exactly and I think that's
3: druig why we need a multiverse a reset thing, but like mm. he was actually dooming the universe by killing all the celestials and like you know um so i think that druig might actually be the the secret person that's gonna actually he's gonna save everyone but is he really <laughs> saving people them. i don't know
0: MT, I love the daringness of this theory. I think it is rogue, and I do want to see Druid go freaking crazy with his mind control power. Oh, so I'm gonna award you one point for your theory. Uh, Eddie, I think you're right. I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is where this is gonna appear. I really, really like your theory a lot. I'm gonna give you a point too, but Jessica, I think you're right on the money. Cersei don't need saving. Yeah. She, I give you two points <laughs> for your theory. <laughs> 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 so
1: it's still-
0: Anyone's game, uh, before we go into rogue questions, guys, there is nothing sexier than confidence and Bluetooth can help give you some confidence where it counts. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. You can take these anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. But the best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our audience. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ROGUE to receive your first month for free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this show. All right, we have arrived at our Rogue question. Here is our question for this week. Paul Rudd was named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for 2021. Mm. Good Mm. for you, Paul. Um, Mm. You've had the same appearance for 20 years, and finally People Magazine came around (laughs) to award you this award. But I want to know from you guys, what would the other Avengers say when they found out that Scott Lang among them out-sexied them?
2: feel like Hulk would say, Puny sexy guy uh, <laughs> And then pull his pants down and be that, like,
0: What that, about there this? Blue Chew th-
1: <laughs> Blue Chew and he goes, Blue Chew? I think um Thor would pick up the magazine and go, this is a joke. This is a mistake, right? I don't I don't understand. Uh, what, what does this paperweight have to say about anything? Uh, he would throw it and then just be like, um, I am the sexiest man alive. I feel like he would take photos of himself and keep bringing it up to people throughout the entire movie, whatever yeah. movie it is, and be like, am I sexier than him?
0: He keeps showing man. his selfies to yeah. people like, look, look, mm-hmm. yeah, was, yeah, look at swiping through his <laughs> pictures. Did you see
1: in the um, in the Ghostbusters where he had the headshots of him playing this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he just has those headshots and he keeps showing them to people. He's like, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm the sexiest Avenger. I'm the sexiest <laughs> Avenger.
3: Um, I think Rhodey would just be like, oh, little dude's big now. All right, little dude's big now. I, I see you. I see you. Because um, he said that <laughs> in yeah. else, so.
0: That'd be nice. He'd be like, uh, boost him up. What a yeah. nice thing for Rhodey to say. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, well, I'm going to give the point to Eddie here uh, because I think that I think Hulk would be offended as uh, smart yeah. Hulk. <laughs> I think he would take the most offense to it. So that makes it a deadlock tie oh my God. for my three favorite people for num, this num, week num, on num, Rogue num, num. Theory. We're just too good. Uh, it's too good. And I'm just proud of all of you. I think you're all geniuses <laughs> and poets. And I love you all. Oh, and I think I you did a you great there. job this week uh made me laugh made me think made me fear for what comes ahead in the mcu (laughs) from the midnight suns and Ghost Rider and Mephisto. Uh, But that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. I want to thank all of our guests, Jessica Clemens, Eddie Villanueva, and MT. Uh, Follow all three of them on social media. Follow their many uh, amazing endeavors and all the cool stuff that they are making currently. You can support our channel by checking out all of our merch options at newrockstarsmerch.com. And fun announcement here. uh, If you want to talk more about this episode of Rogue Theory, well, our New Rockstars Discord server is now open to the public. We have made some channels available to non-patrons so if you've been supporting us on Patreon, we uh, we, we appreciate all of your generous support, uh, but now Discord is just gonna be open, uh, some of the channels to the general public, and you can be part of that broader community of New Rockstars fans on Discord. If you're over 18 and you're interested, check out Discord, go to the Discord website and you can search New Rockstars. We're, we're searchable, we're findable, and you can join our conversation there. Follow me at EA Voss. follow New Rockstars on all social platforms, and be sure to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube See you next time, everybody! Bye-bye! Peace out!
1: See ya!